Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. California. This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward ho. How you doing, Chief? I'm amazed. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome these days. Um, Is that with capital A W E? Absolutely. Right. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. What we here to do tonight is something special. You wanna know why? Why is that? Why is that? Why? Why shouldn't it be? My bad, my bad. I had to mute you for like two seconds. I don't like to make weird noises over the record. Hey, look, 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 look. Hey, I'm not a professional podcaster. You are from <laughs> what city, sir? Originally Detroit. It's a lot of shit that be going on in the background, right? I do. I can understand that. You know where I was I, born? I do. I do. I don't know the exact summer, but I, 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 I've heard of your city. It's an area highly praised by a lot of people. I was born in I was I was I was born in the city of Inglewood, but I was raised on the east side of LA. Right. Right? There was a lot it was a lot of background noise. A couple of dogs, a couple of cats. You know what I'm saying? A couple of police cars, ambulance. Right, right. You know, a couple of birds, two different kind of birds. One with wings. Right. One with choppers. Exactly. So feel free. To feel comfortable with your background because, hey, this this is real life, right? I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I don't like sniffing. Oh, you talking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need that. I don't need the cooties. Yeah, yeah I don't need exactly. that. Exactly. To my, to my audience, if you are not familiar with this voice, if you're a long time listener, yes, you probably haven't heard this voice in a very very, very long time. If I'm not mistaken, you know, uh, I'm up in age, um, and that's not that's not by the number, that's by experience. So when I say I'm up in age, I, I, what I'm trying to tell you is that I, I could forget some shit sometime. Now, <laughs> I do know he has been on the show before, and I, I even have. know which shows it was. I do too. I especially the last one, <laughs> right? I, we did the um, we did the houses. Yeah, we yeah. The po- we did the yeah we did the podcast houses. Yeah, that's when it was lit. <laughs> yeah, and then prior to that, prior to that, uh, he was part of a a smaller roundtable uh, to talk about comedians. That's when he was baffled when I brought up. Uh, a comedian who I thought was fairly good. I don't. I don't consider it a classic stand up. Oh, hold on, wait. Let me. Yo, so I was baffled by it. Go ahead. You was baffled by it because, um, I think you was baffled by it because I, I, I think you assumed that I, I, and I could have been trolling, right? <laughs> I, could, I could have been trolling. And uh, I knew I was going to get a reaction out of it, but oh. I was dead serious about um, about who I was talking about. 
I don't remember. Refresh my memory. Well, please. you you do rem- you do remember the uh, the episode, right? Yeah, because that's how you'll remember when that that dude or that chick was like, oh, that dude was like, y'all can't stand. That's when I was getting stalked. I felt famous. Yeah, well, I, and you yeah. know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? On the side note, I have a feeling. I, not a feeling. I haven't. I think I personally know who did that. Really? Yeah, I do. She didn't say it about me who, because they they knew personal shit about me. Not not nothing crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because you know it caught me off by guard because um, I'm not saying that I'm flawless or anything no, like that. I, I remember you said you said you had never had nobody comment on your stuff like that. Yeah, never. And that's what made it weird for me is that it was on your show. And I'm thinking like, all right, because that's the first time it happened. And then everywhere I went, I'm getting attacked. I'm like, what? The yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I have an idea, but we'll save that. We'll save that for uh, behind the Bro, paywall. No but, doubt. Let me tell you something though. We and just something about that. One day, bro, I see. You know how like when you sign up for something, your email pop up. <laughs> Whoever this was was going to Christian websites and and using my email address and signing up. And making this username stuff like, um, you know, beat the pussy down. Uh, it's not a bad nickname. Shit. Yeah, when you're on a Christian site, I'm like, yeah. Hey, man, Christians <laughs> get they shit be. All right, so look. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we, Someone's got Christian mamas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. We gonna move. Uh-huh. We gonna move forward from that because we all we all advance in life. So what I got right now is a couple of questions I need to ask you. And as the questions go, they get a little bit more uh, challenging, I should say, right? Uh-huh. And uh, you yourself, uh, you find yourself as a wordsmith. Am I am I correct? Am I in that ballpark? <laughs> Worse than as an unstable, my good friend. Okay. We're friends, man. Don't do me like that. That's good to hear. So let me ask you another question before we even get <laughs> to the actual questions. Have you ever seen a movie or even in uh real life, have you seen a bank robbery? Yes. Both yeah, live and movie. Do your through your opinion, how fast do you think you should be able to rob a bank? What size bank are we talking about? Shit, any size. It's a bank. If we're talking, if we're talking something like the local branch, mm-hmm. three minutes and tops. Three yeah. minutes. Three minutes. Okay. Yeah, but, if, but, if, but if we hitting something big, it still shouldn't be long. But we got to cause a diversion up top that does not include any type of violence and or suspicion, because we didn't already got our niggas down in the basement, and now they just working on the city. So you gotta give me. You gotta, you gotta give me some numbers. If we going something like that, so mind you, you talking about a nigga who used to work security at one of the casinos in Detroit, and I literally mapped this shit. I probably would have got caught. But anyway, the point is, and it's since you asking about time, fifteen minutes, and 15 that's what that's only because they don't know what's going on down there. Fifteen minutes, so fifteen minutes for a larger bank, three minutes for local. You know, local branch, local branches or whatever. So we're gonna round that up. We're gonna mix those together. We're gonna say about, I'm gonna say about four to five, just because right. I like that. I like those numbers right there. I like three, uh, three, four, and five. And the reason why I asked you that is because I want to be be able to pull out enough answers within a short amount of time. Uh huh. Because I got to get to a movie to watch. I ain't gonna even lie to you. 
I don't know. No doubt. I'm gonna let you do your thing though. Before you do, shout out to that nigga problem. I heard the three four five. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's get let's get to it. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, but before I get to these questions, I want you to introduce yourself and and let them know what you're about and, and, and who you are when it comes to the podcast community. <laughs> Yo, um, good evening, America. What up, no Detroit? If you don't know about me, it's probably not your fault. You just got some shitty-ass old heads. My name is Penrose Eames, and thank you for letting me speak with you. Um, I've been in this game for, what, five, six years. I I still get enthralled when people are like, who the fuck are you, in the sense of the people that I'm around, when people don't know me, because everybody knows me. And if you don't know me, I the least fix your household with one of my videos, some of my words, or just because I'm a good-ass nigga. Anyway, if you cannot tell, clearly I'm full of myself. But <laughs> I am a podcast that started original ground lord, started dead dead Penrose versus anybody. Now I find myself um on all docked up with Chris and VJ. I am one half of protest and riot. Every now and then I dibble and dabble with five fifteen uh PM in the morning. And yeah. Hey, and when I you get a chance, when you get a chance, uh VJ and BJ been ducking my podcast. VJ and BJ? Yeah. But I said it. But I just talked to I just talked to both of them today. Like I talk to the girls every day, but I talk to VJ personally and BJ. Yeah, VJ, me and VJ, me and VJ was supposed to record a while ago. Right. Um, hey, look, I understand. Like niggas get cold feet. This is a big stage. <laughs> this is a big stage. I'm gonna make them feel comfortable. Like whatever you need in the in the green room, I got you. I understand that. And I don't have I a hostile. Yeah, I I I have this thing where I get to select the crowd that's going to be a part of the 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 episode. So, I'm not going to put them in a hostile crowd. You feel me? Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So, my I, I, I would I would I just I just want you, I want you I want you to relay the message because obviously you're closer to them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, so because, you know, I told you Detroit niggas, Oakland niggas, and L.A. niggas is all the same niggas with different bodies of water, you are peacefully and willfully calling my, my people shadow foot. Like, they, I, I like them, though. No, I just, no, I just, I just want to <laughs> let them know that, yo, I'm here. You see one of your compadres getting down, understand come I come in peace. I come in peace. If you know him, you gotta know me. Real shit, real talk. Hey, that's facts. That's hey, talk. I'm careful with everybody, baby. It's me. <laughs> I don't bite. I bite my wife, but I nobody else. Say clarification. Yeah, for sure. Let's get to it though. Let's. <laughs> it's getting restless, and I and I see the crowd because I brought you in front of a hostile crowd. Man, let's get it, man. All right, I'm outside. You know where I'll be. I need to fuck outside. All right. Well, question number one. This is gonna determine which which outside or or or, or how you was outside. <laughs> All right. Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. Yeah, you answered that too fast. Don't be you, disrespectful you said, you, to my you, crowd. You said you had somewhere to be, and I mean that's the right answer. What I'm gonna let you elaborate. Come on now, tell me why you like the three buttons. <laughs> so the thing about 
everything for me is I, I'm gonna give you two reasons. One is is, is clearly nostalgia, but another is okay. So Sega Genesis, the three buttons, it, I feel like it was easier. Not in the sense you need like easy settings or anything like that, but it made more sense. The game and I don't want my shit to always have to come with Mario when I get when you a kid and you get the new system and the game come with it. Give me something else you're looking at Mario. So you was more so you so you was more a Sonic than Mario. Nah, the same thing with Ultra Beast. I, I Ultra Beast was classic. Ultra Beast was classic. I never beat that game. I never beat that game. Yeah. Well, Fuck y'all Sega like, for that one. <laughs> and then like, you know what I mean? It's the it's the it I ain't gonna say it stood the test of time, but it introduced us to the world we are now. You had the Sega C D. There was nothing on Nintendo like that. And we talking, and we still talking Sega Genesis. Now it was an attachment to it, but Nintendo didn't have no shit like that. So it was dope. Don't even Nintendo has some of the most classic yeah, games. Yeah, but ever. don't be don't be that disrespectful. You got to remember, nigga. One of them came with a glove. Okay. Yeah, that glove was powerful. Of, and one of the little one of the little kids that like marked up that shit horrible. Sorry, ain't that story real? Like I don't give. A, that's I like, mean, okay. I mean, but Fred, <laughs> Freddie also used it in his movie. Like you know what I'm saying. I mean, don't get me wrong, but now you got to think. NES is like, back in those days, NES was like Pepsi. Genesis was like Coke. Coke was still the shit. But Niggas was on Coke, though. Well, I mean, hey, 80s, 90s, 20s, 20s. Yo, yeah, <laughs> niggas was, niggas was function, functioning Cokeheads back then, too. Yeah, they were. They were. When you, when you really go back and look and like you go to some of being an adult now and you go back and you look at certain people that you, your parents had you around and like they were good people. Yeah, you know life I mean? was easier too. The ice, the ice and the soda taste different back then. Man, shout out to yeah, Wendy's. Ice, go ice was ice. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Question number two: Would you want to be able to control your anger or control depression, and why? You say control my anger or control my depression? Yes. And I know that one that I know they can correlate with each other. Right. But you know that the, the anger I'm talking about is more of a rage, more of a let's load up, somebody gonna die tonight. You know, and depression is self explanatory. I feel like depression leans more on the sadness, on the right. sad side. But we all know every negative emotion can fall into depression. I'm just talking I'm just talking about the action, the act the, the, the sadness of depression versus the rage of anger. All right, I'm going to choose um, uh, control of my anger. Okay. Wow, you're out there? You out there? So, and I, and we say high head. Like, um, so yeah, I am. But I'm not, so I used to be. I used to not understand myself. And the reason I'm, I'm choosing anger is because I'm one of the most depressed motherfuckers you know sometimes. I'm bipolar, so this shit happens, right? But because it happens, sometimes you try to find ways to get out of it. And a lot of times, because your mind's just finished, you end up doing stupid shit if you don't know how to control yourself. Okay. And so that's why I will ultimately result on anger. This is depression. And plus, I remember uh, a lot of niggas don't fuck with gay no more. I'm still a gay fan. And the nigga said, this ain't no disability. This is my superpower. A lot of my best writing come out of when I'm depressed. I ain't gonna lie. This is what it is. I wrote some of the happiest shit. Being in a very fucked up ass depressed mood. Can't can't explain it. So in the sense of No, I can explain it. You I mean, can, you can, can you, it. you can explain saying. it because is you is you running towards that happiness? Is you fighting right. back? 
And it's and it, it's it's the crazy boy. Well, not crazy, but the beautiful boy. Just being able to see it while in the midst of the the dramatics. You see what I'm saying? And you want to so, be there. Yeah. You want to be there. Right. So it's easy to write. So if you ever see my tweets at three, well, it could be three my time, six y'all time. You know what I'm saying? Right. You see some inspirational shit that I put out there. You might not know what type of mood I am, but I'm in the mood. Yeah, and I feel you. I feel you. And like, I remember one day somebody was like, yo, you know, a lot of niggas don't be understanding your tweets. I said, maybe it's just you. And I said, maybe it is a lot of niggas. You know, back then, and I used to write a bunch of just random ass shit. And that's the same thing. It's like, a nigga might be going through something, might be feeling a certain way. And you just put it out there. Or maybe, about, or uh, maybe the tweets is not for everybody. Exactly. I used to tell, so when I was dating kid, I used to tell kid that Twitter was my was my public diary. Because I'm one of them niggas like famous, non-famous, whatever, whatever. I'm not too much worried about it's it's it's, it's social media. You got you're stupid if you think that what you put out there ain't nobody gonna see, right? So even when you put in personal stuff out there, you know how to write for yourself, even if it don't make sense to nobody else. And sometimes you don't want to talk to nobody. Sometimes it's it, you know what I mean. Sometimes you don't want to put it in your book, and you just put it there. You see what I'm saying? So I totally yeah. get what you're saying. Okay, I like that. I like that. As long yeah. as you can see it. We could we, we we could deal with it. Question uh, number up, question up. number three. It's so crazy that question number three was laid out. I wrote this up uh right before I called you and, and I wrote it in the order that it was supposed to go to. So the next question is what's your biggest character and some of these are two questions. Okay. You know, what's your biggest character flaw and why is it hard for you to fix it? Hmm. Now I gotta see which one is bigger. Yeah, I mean, unless I want, unless it's the same one. But see, I don't see these as flaws, so I'm gonna, I gotta give you a flaw. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't see those as, as flaw, then I don't need them. I need the ones that's, I need right. a flaw. And that's what I'm trying to think of because one of them is okay. What I was gonna say was loyalty and the ability to lie, because it's ridiculous. I ain't trying to like big up lying. But then I'm probably like the best liar I've ever met. The reason I don't see that as a flaw is because you only lie for the family. You see what I'm saying? And then I was gonna say loyalty, because loyalty has got me in certain situations. And I'm loyal to a fucking fault. But who don't want to, you know? But what that mean? character so I, but I, that, that character flaw might not affect another person. Right. And that right, exactly. So um shit. And I'm not sitting up here like being facetious as if, as if I'm perfect. I really just want to give you a good answer. Um, I would then say my is it lazy? It's real time answers. That's why I didn't send them to you. No, no, I, I, no, I, I wasn't about to I'm, give you no. I wouldn't about to give you no time to think on this. Oh, and so I, how can I? Cause see, and this is a shit. All right, my inability. To yeah, this is a flaw because it makes people feel fucked up, and I don't mean it. My inability to be outwardly empathetic if somebody in your family dies. I don't deal with death like everybody. When my when just the other day when my mother passed, when my sister, I mean my um, my aunt and everybody, you can ask the people that was around me. Each time, so this was what two, two, three weeks ago. And then we talked about my aunt was like last year. I cried for like two minutes, and I went right the fuck back to what I was doing. Okay, I'm gonna have to stop. Okay. I'm gonna have to stop you there. I can't. Okay. I can't call it cat because that's your truth. 
But I want to say that 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 flaw is more common than anything. Okay. Right. I feel the same way. Now I'm not just saying that now, just because no. that just because I feel that same way doesn't mean that that's the majority. But I will say this: a lot of people are tired. A lot of people have lost people, right? And they don't well, know how to express. Sometimes, sometimes I don't right. want to because I know how it is being on the other end when people say when people ask me stupid questions like this, and they don't mean any harm. How how are you feeling right now? Right. How do you think I'm feeling? Right. Right. And and, and so I think that exact same way. I'm sitting there. I'm going to let you get it out. I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you cry. You do whatever. I don't have too much to say. Why? Because death is inevitable. When I was a young kid and I seen my great grandmother die, I said, I'm never going to another fucking funeral of my life. I don't, I want to see you how you was alive. A lot of people don't like that. I convinced myself, like, it's going to happen. It's supposed to hurt, but it's going to happen. What's the point of me sitting around here crying on there about it? You see what I'm saying? But I can't, I'm not gonna tell nobody else how to grieve. But I think I I did that did that so much to myself that when it came to other people, I didn't realize I wasn't showing empathy. I knew I was being empathetic. I knew like I, I you know, emotionally I'm hurting for my friend or hurting for my family member, whatever. But we all are. We just don't. In that particular time, you don't want to force anything, and more, most importantly, you don't want to fake anything. You know what I mean? Because it's like, right. I, I, I totally get it. I totally get right. it. But now you got to tell me if you're going to roll with that one as being your flaw, you got to, you got to now follow that up with, with, uh, with. If you feel like it, if you feel like you're okay with that stance, then all right. But if not, tell me why. It's so difficult for you to fix that. I see. See, you did say something difficult to fix. <clears throat> yep. And you got to get to a movie, because then I was going to change my answer. Oh, we rolling. Oh. We got. We making good time because we uh yeah. we got two more after this. All right. The reason it was I, if, in the sense of it being difficult to fix is because I do feel like that. That's exactly how I feel about that. It's going to happen. You cannot change it. You just have to... All right. So remember when I did that video at the end of 2020? Like, and I said on the video, like, nigga, I damn near died. A lot of people just skip right over that part. I promise all of this is going to make sense. When I found out I was having a son, I I was pissed. I didn't want another nigga on this earth better than me. And if you do not make your son better than you as a man, you're a bitch-ass nigga. And Pinrose ain't no bitch-ass nigga. I wasn't mad, but I was... I don't know. It was like a, 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 a arrogance, right? Telling my son gets here, I let it shit out this dude, raise the fuck out of him, blah blah blah. He's amazing. Pandemic comes. Now fast forward, you know, we 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 pandemic comes. I lose my relationship in the middle of the pandemic. My son had never lived with his mother, so he had since schools online. Can he go? I said yeah. Now he's not. I get diagnosed bipolar. The world shut down. I'm by myself. And all I hear is you and she. Now, mind you, right when this happened, for some reason, let's just say I got an influx of extracurricular activities. And I'm hearing, you and shit would have did daddy anyway. Now you ain't got to be a daddy. What the fuck else do you have to live for? And I ain't never been addicted to shit in my life. But long story short, is I got my hand on everything known to man that as long as you ain't got to shoot it in your arm or Smoking through a pipe, I probably had it and I probably did it, and I didn't kill myself. 
And it was because I was afraid, I was alone, and I really felt like that. Like, you you ain't shit but a good dad. That's what you can hang your hat on. You hung your hat on being this arrogant-ass nigga to try to be better than everybody else. You lost that because you realized that was shitty, so be a good dad. And now that you've hung your hat on that and he's gone, and you know he's in no danger. He's living with his mom. You have nothing else to live for. And I didn't know that I was, like, really tripping out, like, either depressed or whatever, fucking one for the bipolar, whatever, whatever. When I, the aftermath of all of that, and I got through it, I read uh, a quote from Seneca. I, I read a lot of stoic shit. And Seneca said, why would you be afraid of death? Every second that path, that that's passed, death already owns anyway. You know what I mean? And that, that, and pretty much, I formed in myself. In order to have a dope past, you have to have an amazing present. So stop counting the days that's already passed, and and find the blessing in knowing that you don't know how many you don't know how many days you have left in front of you. So kill this shit every single fucking day. And so for me, it made death like, nigga, they made it. I hope whatever they did in life, they was trying to do, but they made it. Uh-huh. And I, you know what I mean? And so because you can't, when you try to explain that shit to somebody in their time of need, they don't want to hear that. But it's, but it's also the mantra I live by, and I, I, I think I've digested it so much that it just comes out. I just, well, I live that way. And I, you know, like I said, I would be there for people. I'm never, I ain't, like I said, I ain't, I ain't the, oh, get over it. Nah, that ain't me. How your emotions? Have your, you grieve. I don't give a fuck. You take two, three weeks, you grieve. I cry about my grandfather still sometimes to this day. My point is, nigga, when I find out about it, yeah, it hurts. I'm not about to say it or that's just not me. They made it home. They died. They made it home. They reincarnated somewhere else. That's a whole other story for another time, but they made it. So, you know. Okay. All right. It's a process. It's a process. Yeah. You know what I'm so saying? So, if I could face that, I would, though, in the sense of being more outwardly empathetic. Got you, got you, got you. And they appreciate that, too. For sure. Next question. <laughs> Change a mistake. Now, hear me out. Change a mistake in your past to alter your future or change your lifestyle, your current lifestyle now to avoid future mistakes? Current lifestyle. Easy. Okay. Why? Past, I mean, past mistakes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, there's definitely some things I can say I wish I wouldn't have done, but because I don't believe life is already written out for you, that everything affects everything, then I think right now, in the essence of upward movement, beautiful energy around me, and just happiness, my life is pretty fucking good. So all the dumb shit I did back in the day, if I didn't, if I didn't do it, I would be. I could have been worse off. I could have been better off. But where I am right now. I'm 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 happy. I also know though that there are things that I can change, improve on, uh cut off to to stop from hindering me. I know there's there's changes I can make that would affect me more positively in the future. And even though back then I didn't know that those mistakes would have got me here, I also wasn't on with the game that I have now. So yeah, change my life. So, and, and, and isn't that the point of being alive? What is the point of staying the same? A change could be anything. Now, uh, in the essence of what you asked, I am saying things that I should change to improve on. Mm-hmm. But just uh, just to go on top or elaborate, some people are already doing amazingly. And 
Now they stay at home a little too much and they get bored and they know if they stay bored, they're going to do dumb shit. So now you're taking a pottery class or now you're mowing lawns in the hood because just because you ain't charging nobody. You're good. Not just giving away good free energy. Change change has to happen in order for harmonic energy to live on this earth. If we don't change, we'll be stagnant. And if the world was stagnant, niggas think that God didn't uh, uh, broke down the tower or stopped the tower of Babel and separated us all because he didn't want us to know shit. If that's your truth, that's your truth. To me, he was like, that shit boring. I made everybody the same. Let me switch this shit up. <laughs> if life stayed, if everybody was the same, life would be boring. The the whole purpose of being is the love and the change and the fuck. But, you, know. you know, that is a, uh, <laughs> that's a good, uh, that's a good answer. That's a that's a good ending answer, I should say. I'm a, I'm a hold on. I'm a hold on to that. Make sure you remember that. I will. Question number five, which is the last question, but is not because I got a bonus question that's going to go with uh, the answer that you just gave. So, question right. number five: Are you pro black? Yes. Okay. So, what benefits or skill sets do you so? do you have to support our culture? You said what benefits or what do I have? Skills? Skill sets, yes. What ben- what what benefits do you have and what skill sets do you have that will support our culture? That is an amazing fucking question. <laughs> when, I mean, the, the crazy part about that question is right now I'm definitely just running through my head with how to answer it, but I feel like the answer is is who you are. But I yes, feel like you already. I feel like I feel like you already know the answer. All right, you already sure, had that. Right. You had the answer I, before you was born. You whatever you. What year? What, what, what year was you born in? Eighty two. Nigga, you got the answer. <laughs> I was born in eighty two. I know. And the year that I was born, that's when shit uh, started cracking. Yeah. So you already got the answer. My crowd is just waiting on it. Um, what I what the the way that I think, the way that I speak, the words that I put on paper and 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 you know. in minds, you know, yeah, that's no. it. That's that's that that is what I can give back, and it's because I I understand that my words. You ever met somebody and they, you know that the shit shit bad in the motherfucker got her own shit. When she got a nigga, she good. When she ain't got a nigga, she ain't no hoe. And if she is, she safe. Yeah, I married but her. But yet she... <laughs> and she see herself as humble, right? Yeah, I got it. Whole time, whole time knowing. You be, you see her like, damn, she... And she like, I'm just regular with me. Yeah, I bagged that. Shout out to the wife. It's, <laughs> it's the same way with, with my words. Niggas be like, yo... You, be, you you move niggas, you teach niggas. I'm like, bro, I'm just... That's what I'm here for. Well, that, that's how I had to learn that that's what I was here for. That that's what God let me come out from stores and come through my mother. I'm here I'm here to, to teach, to get... You know what I mean? And niggas come... And then I'm an herb sign. I know niggas don't believe in that shit. A lot of niggas don't. But I actually told her to see your Capricorn friends. Capricorn know everybody business at work. Taurus know everybody business in social studies. And Virgo's... You can just be sitting at the crib, you depressed with the goddamn shades drawn. For some reason, something that you never know just so happened to knock on your door and ask for a glass of water. For some reason, your dumbass answer. And he's like, yo. And he just tell you his whole life story. 
You know everybody business. So I feel like because so many people talk intimately to me about their emotions, their relationships, their parenting, and yada yada yada. God bless me with 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 the mindset to to talk you off the cliff if you're about to jump it, or to talk you up the cliff if that's where you need to climb to. You see what I'm saying? Like. So, yeah, so what you're telling me is that you have elite verbal assistants. I my my if my tongue isn't just an extension of the pen of God, I I I'd be shocked. I won't say that. Okay. All right. So for the black community, I'm sorry. For the black community, that's what I'm here for. Okay. I've left my people. All right. Bonus question. Mm-hmm. Last question of the night. For sure. Why are you important to the podcast community? <laughs> because I am the wave. You are no the wave? Go, no matter where I go, I'm Michael Jordan. No matter what team you put me on, but I only play when niggas who also can be Michael Jordan because I'm a great Scotty Pippen. Meaning, I'm important because, yeah, nigga, I am the wave, and when I'm not the wave, I create it. I shake tables. I say what niggas don't, I say what niggas is afraid to say. I will challenge you, and I expect you to challenge me back. I'm not afraid to be me. I'm important because. That same gift God gave me, I was also born on a Tuesday on the west side of Detroit in 1982 when the title of the city was East Side Grimy, West Side Shiny. I was the first nigga with the white and blues and the white and greens because Air Forces only had whites, white with gum bottoms or all blacks. I say all that and say that not only was I blessed with this gift from God, but then I came up more hood rich than the hood rich was allowed back then. Okay. When you put all of that together, I'm important because I know how to navigate the areas of our community in the, in the positive ways, in the intimate ways. And I also know I also know what it takes. I'll put it to you like this so I can stop being so wrong. A lot of niggas don't have the ability to only be the talent and still respect it across the whole motherfucking project. And that is who I am. Okay. Right, so Nobody he's... knows Leon's last name. And you've never heard a nigga call me fully Penrose Eames. I'm that important. I would have made up a last name like Felton. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just feel like Leon Felton is, is a... <laughs> and, and he, he didn't leave it off because he thought it was cool. He left it off like... It was like, Leon, nah, they ain't gonna hire you with that, bro. Just... Just try, just wonder what happened. Yeah, no, I just think Leon, yeah, like Leon Felton is definitely a black nigga from Detroit and went off to go to fucking uh, uh, HBCU. <laughs> shout out and to Leon. Tried to, shout out to Leon. That nigga tried to play the drums, yeah. did not work. Yeah, shout out to Leon. Hey, Leon Felton, wherever you at, man, hit me up, dog. We need to. I need you. you on, I need you on the show. Right, Pen Rose. <laughs> it has been a blessing. Uh, it has been insightful, Always, 
And the good thing about podcasts, guess what? We could always do it again. Right? You know it. You know it. I want you to do my crowd a, a favor and please let them know where they could find you and where they could tune in to your content as well. Um, on Twitter, you can find me at Ben Rosines. Everywhere else, at Ben Rosines. Um, tomorrow, well, I don't know when the show's going on, but you can find me over at YCC Entertainment slash um, Protest and Riot. Uh, you can come over there, jump on, and, and, and hey, if you got $15 for the Patreon, jump on it. You get five shows. If you don't, give me a dollar. You get me all the time. <laughs> anyway, that's on Protest and Riot. You can also find me at All Docked Up with my sister, Chris and BJ, where we talk about different, I was about to say podcasts. If you're listening to us, I used to always open the show like that. Hey, welcome to Orange Doctor, where we talk about podcasts. No. Well, we talk about documentaries that we have watched and we break them down. One of our favorite claim to fans is for one, every, the first four or five shows that we did, somebody from the show contacted us. And we, all Midwest, you know, born and raised, have the ability to somehow take somebody's pain and turn it into the best human ever. And we're not trying to. Hey, <laughs> So come over there, or the Simeon protest and riot. Um, and again, man, I appreciate my teammates the tour. Uh, shout out to the gang. For sure, shout out a whole lot of gang shit. Uh, and no, and also, of- also don't forget, um, if y'all do see VJ and BJ in these uh, Twitter streets, let them know like it's all right, it's okay. I'm right here. The door's open. Not the window, the door. The door, come on through. When you come in, yeah, take your hat off. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him, you're going to make me call him right now. Yeah, tell him, yeah. Call him, let them know. It's, hey, it's ahead of fate. It's, 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 it's friendly. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm podcast friendly, dog. Don't worry about it. Hey, hey, listen, you're right. They both fuck with me, so it's like... Come on over. You know what I mean? I, they, they know I don't fuck with niggas that's also fuck shit. So, yeah, in these podcast streets, hey, and like I told you, man, I still don't understand why you decided to make that bold-ass statement about clutching the pen. But I told you, not too many niggas made me go check my microphone cord and make sure it's tight. You got you, you out here. Hey, man, when, so I, say, when I say I am, I, I, am, I am great at what I do. And I, and I believe you. And I... Ever since I met you, you've proven to stay stellar. I'm just in that area we talking about. I'm a little further way more dope than stellar. That's all. Okay. All right. Well, we shall find out. <laughs> we shall find out. Like, like I like I tell my boy Murph all the time. Tell him I say what's up. <laughs> I think that means. When you give me some more, we ain't even got cell phones. I say, fuck this nigga, man. 